During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and discuss movies, TV shows, and streaming services. You can catch us live every Friday around 11.20 on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you don't have time to watch us live, that's totally fine. You can watch us on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. If you want to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and support at whatever tier you want. The bronze tiers, you get to throw in your little answers to my questions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, if you don't want to watch us and just want to hear us, you can go to any of your favorite streaming services. We should be there. If not, let me know. As always, a like, a subscribe, or whatever you can do always helps us get bigger and better. <laughs> Ring the bell. Yep. I am your host, Kevin Coelho, and to my immediate right is Joey, the movie bros, Noel. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Joey. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. You watch anything good this week? I, I don't know if they're good as much as I watch things this week. Um, right. Last weekend, I went and saw Shaft with my parents. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, what was it, Father's Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to do what Perfect the fam movie. wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect Father's Day movie right Yeah, there. can't imagine anything better. Of Shaft. Um, yeah, so I don't have any history with Shaft other than like I know. Did you not what watch the TV show? Two movie, yeah, no, featuring SLJ himself. I mm -hmm. did not, so I don't have any any like attachment to it. It's it definitely feels a little bit dated with like the way that the character is, mm -hmm. but I kind of had fun. Yeah, like, for a summer kind of like turn off your brain movie, mm -hmm. especially because I didn't have any attachment to it. Um, I thought it was to be fair I don't think anyone really has an attachment to the Shaft franchise yeah maybe I don't know like maybe our parents not like I mean people I, that watch not the my show parents, and stuff my mom <laughs> yeah I mean it was it was on but that it's yeah. kind of like if there was like oh man there's a uh, an All in the Family remake movie. It's like, all right, cool. Like, I don't think, think people are going to be stoked. Inherently, Shaft is a more exciting story than All in the Family, right? Maybe. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I had more fun with it than I did with Men in Black. Ooh, well, another yeah, movie you watched? Easy. Yes. Well, we, we talked, we talked about, about that last week. week. Oh, we wow. Yeah, it's been a it wasn't time. great. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. I don't think I need another one. I probably wouldn't ever watch it again. I don't think it's one you need to see in theaters. It's like. Um, if, I think if it comes to streaming and you're re vaguely interested in it, you can mm -hmm. watch it. Um, and then the other thing that I watched this week. Wait, real quick question about Shaft, though. Yeah. Was the dynamic with the younger kid as fun as it seemed like it was going to be in the trailer? Um, It felt a little played up mm. for some of it, but I did like their dynamic overall. It didn't seem like. Yeah, it felt a little bit played up of at some parts where I'm like, OK, we understand. We get it. <laughs> Um, but for most of it, I thought it was fun. I, I don't know who he is. Me neither. Off the top of the my actor? head. The actor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he I really liked familiar. him. Um, 
I really liked him. I really liked all of the individual characters. It's fun to see them all come together. But this is a wait for streaming services kind of movie. Yeah. Unless you have A-list and nothing to do. Yeah. Even then, Even there's then, better it's options. Like, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So um, his name is Jesse T. Usher. So I don't know if that is helpful for anyone. He was an Independence Day resurgence. Oh, okay. Not a great movie either. Also not a great movie. Yeah. Um, what else did you yeah. watch? I watched Murder Mystery. Oh, I did too. Netflix. I did too. <clears throat> did you watch it, Tim? Not yet. Yeah. Definitely okay. want to, though. We'll stay top the level. The trailer seemed yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I don't normally love Adam Sandler movies. It's not really my jam. It's been a while since he's done a good one, in all yeah. honesty. Um, and it is very much what you would think of, like, it's a Netflix movie, and that has a certain elevation Bar. of expectation um or not elevation but just you know Level. kind of what you're getting yeah. into with that and i feel like it hit it it i thought it was fun it i liked the characters i liked the murder mystery type yeah. like agatha christie kind of setup that they have they have weird chemistry but comedic timing i thought together yeah. they were fine I don't know. What do you think, Kevin? No, I totally agree. I, uh, I'm i not saying it's a good movie. It was certainly an enjoyable movie. Yeah. And it, this is one of those movies, like, if you're bored and want to see Adam Sandler kind of do a... He's a little bit more serious. He's not as kooky. Um, and I liked it. I think his chemistry with Jennifer Aniston is good. And the cast overall, like, yeah. all these ridiculous characters that they bring in are fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. overall, I, there's I, a lot it's of a like good experience. Definite character, yeah. like, tropes that you find in these, like, murder yeah. mystery ones. You get Luke Evans in there. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Still, I think I'd put it in like the mid-tier Netflix movies. But oh it yeah, is, it's not it a is very good much uh, like uh, there's really nothing else there going are on. Many Why not? Good Netflix movies though. I f- like great. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it, this being mid-tier, that's a sta- I think that's, that's standard. standard. I think yeah. when I go to watch Netflix original, that's where my bar is okay. when it comes to those. And like, I think it, it hit it. I enjoy it, man. I feel like Netflix is doing a great job of putting out. These movies that are that are, that are fun yeah. and entertaining, yeah. and it, they feel free and disposable, which mm-hmm. I, I enjoy. Yeah, which they definitely are. Joster, did you watch anything else? I mean, I watched The Bachelor, but that was about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we watched Toy Story, which I assume we will. We'll talk, talk about. That is later. our big topic for today: is the Toy Story review. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, to your right, my left, Tim. Daddies. Yeah, that's it. I just had Tim today. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it, got I, wanted, it, got I wanted to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Um, I watched The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, directed nice. by Joe Talbot, a San Francisco native. Mm-hmm. Went to school with Gia oh, Harris. From, yeah. um, it is a phenomenal film. I'm mm. dropping the film word. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is definitely a, it has a story to tell. It tells it well. Um, the characters are are well developed. It it's not what you'd expect from it. I feel like the hearing the the premise of the the movie. It's really it's about gentrification. It's about the history of San Francisco and specifically the last thirty years of kind of like what that has done to um, different households and mm-hmm. them having to get moved out of San Francisco or be around it, but still kind of having that like this. The I left my heart in San Francisco type yeah. thing. Like mm-hmm. really, that is what this movie is. Um, but it's told from the perspective of this third generation San Francisco kid um, who it does not have access to his house anymore, that he grew up in his childhood home owned by old white people. Um, but eventually they, they move out and he gets the chance to, to go in and break in and kind of have his childhood home again um, empty 
um, and then a bunch of things happen. You have to watch the movie to find out. But it's very sentimental, and mm. especially for me, obviously being here, like it, it connected a lot. But I feel the movie is is very courageous in the the choices it makes, and it it doesn't give you the predictable, easy answers to things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I um, like that. And I feel like it does a really good job of not presenting any single character in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and there's a pretty big cast as good or bad. Hmm. Um, it's it's definitely cool where it's like you know even the main character like he does some things that are like I I don't agree with that yeah. but that's who he is and the the character the white people that are presented they're never bad they're never like wrong the it's owners just, of the home uh, and uh, but there's a lot of white people but okay. like they're usually the ones that are getting in the way of like they're either the realtor or or the people that own the house or whatever and the the supporting cast of characters in the different neighborhoods they go to it's. They're all very interesting, and I feel like I know a lot of them. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like they really do an authentic job of nailing the experience that the people have here. But um, I think that the the story of the movie also it's very slow, mm-hmm. but everything kind of builds, and like it's just little things that as you start noticing them all come together. By the end of it, it's very powerful stuff. Where like there's a, a scene towards the end that is just brilliant filmmaking. I think the direction was really really good, really interesting. It won. Uh, best director at uh, Sundance. Oh, Sundance, that's um, it. Which is huge. Yeah. Oh Didn't love the very end of the movie. I felt like it was kind of a cop out um, and a very just, it, it felt like an artsy choice for the sake of making an artsy choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I highly recommend it. Um, the theater was almost packed. Like, it, it's pretty oh, cool it's to really see. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's taken off. It's finding its own little niche, obviously. Yeah. It's not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. Uh, Endgame. But right. um, it's a very special movie. Um, I think that it will speak to people that aren't from San Francisco as well. Um, because it just it's such a, a heartfelt story about like just people, you know, mm. and you you believe it, you believe in the people, and I think it's cool. I think you'll like it a lot. Cool. Did you watch anything else? Don't say The Bachelor. God yeah. damn it. Oh yeah, I had two <laughs> episodes to catch up on. Yeah. E3 was last week, man. <laughs> All right. Well, this week I watched the first episode of the new season of Black Mirror, and I really enjoyed it. Really. Uh, at first, I thought it was super slow paced. I actually watched like maybe twenty minutes of it, and like then we started watching something else. Came back to it last night, and I it went a really interesting route that I did not expect. Which one, uh, yeah. Is this the Miley Cyrus one? Or no, the, no, the, this the, the yeah, Mackie. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was interesting. I'm excited to get to watch the next two episodes. Get that done. I also continue to watch The Expanse. I watched most of season two, and man, I love that show. It is r- like a space drama that is really slow and drawn out and like but has big giant moments that are awesome so if you uh want to check out the expanse i highly recommend it Mm. all right time for a little housekeeping first things that i want to mention is we got a weird delivery today of some coconuts that say malibu rum on it and me and joey thought it'd be fun to See if they actually have any Crack rum. open a cold one. Yeah. yeah. So you want to do this, Jester? You guys are cocoa nuts, man. <laughs> right. ah. You can't really, like, cheers because we're really far. Yeah, it's close enough. No, this is weird. No, it's just coconut water. Oh, yeah. Oh. Lame. Uh, I don't like it either. Lame. That's really upsetting. Uh, I just don't think coconut. that they can, like, hand us Alcohol. rum without checking. It ID. was DoorDash. I don't know what the rules are there. I, Actually, I that's not that bad. Right. Maybe it, I like coconut it's water. A, it's a <clears throat> crazy world over there in the land of DoorDash, you know? Mm-hmm. No rules. We also don't know where they came from, so. <laughs> they did have seals on them. They did have seals so on them. So that's why I felt comfortable. But they were like on a cork them. that's really easy to pull up. Doesn't matter. Uh, no Patreon producers this month. Breaking my heart. 
This show is brought to you by our sponsors, HelloFresh and Zevit, but we'll talk more about that later. Now it's time for the news. New, 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 news! Our first story an interesting one that kind of upsets me. Ridley Scott uh, Gladiator sequel will take place over two decades after the original and still in the works. What upsets you about this? I don't want a Gladiator sequel. I feel like Gladiator, Oscar winning Gladiator was perfect. Like, like why continue it? He's changed the story because in November when they, we talked about this on the morning show, the, it was like Marcus had, or the, the main character, I don't remember, Maximus. Had been reincarnated. Marcus, Marcus is the, the, the is the I think the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's a funny sounding name for Marcus Gladiator. Aurelius. Anyways, it's been very, very. very I've never. Long. Seen Commodus Gladiator. is the bad guy. Oh, really? It's fantastic. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. Anywho, like when he they originally said that there was going to be a sequel and that there was a sequel in the works, it was like he had been been reincarnated and potentially was going to be reincarnated over this over all the years now it seems like it's going to be following a new character and uh the kid in it will still be involved mm. but like they're still working on it It still might happen this is a quick story that i just wanted to throw out there for anyone that loves the movie gladiator and wants to be What's sad the kid's with me. name chlamydias no <sighs> lucius Mm-hmm. Come on. I just want to say chlamydia. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's move on to our next news story. Joker movie will be rated R, confirms Todd Phillips. Oh, cool. I like this. This is an exciting story. Yeah. To me, this this the potential of this movie being good has now is now way more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In a tweet uh, as a response to uh, some random guy <laughs> just asking the MPAA rating. Well, I know his name. It's the Gabriel Scott, but I didn't think Got that mattered. Only he's like a person, like a yeah, yeah. yeah. A he was just a fan. Uh, Todd Phillips responded, uh, "It will be rated R." I've been asking this. A, I've been asked this a lot. Just assumed everyone knew. So the movie arrives October fourth, twenty nineteen. Cool stuff. And with that rated R rating, I'm way more interested. The yeah. trailer already had my attention. The more I see the trailer, the more interested I get in this mm-hmm. movie. I, I, yeah, see, I when I saw it in uh, IMAX before um, Shazam, I guess, when I went to go watch it, I was like, oh, you know what? No, like, I this, don't like Coconut. Th- this is hitting me like, where, where I want it to. And like yeah. this movie could be something special. And I do think the R rating could help. Yeah. R rating obviously doesn't make it a better movie inherently. But I think with the story that it seems they're trying to tell with Joker, that, that they could now do things that they wouldn't be allowed to. With that PG thirteen, what you got, Big Bear Bear? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna agree with you there. Of like, um, rated R doesn't mean it'll be better, but it does seem like there's a specific story that they want to tell, and now they won't have to be held back by. Yeah, it. Really exactly. I, I yeah. think it gives it more flexibility to do more things. Yeah, you're not trying to shove it into the PG thirteen box. Right. Exactly. Uh, next quick news story: Kingsman prequel gets a title. Yeah, it does, dude. The title, <laughs> The King's Man. Hell yeah. Fucking yeah, baby. I am so in. I am so in. I'm very excited for this movie, which comes out February 14th, 2020. Not much more information has been given than that, but like, I'm stoked, and I can't wait for this movie. I love the King, Kingsman series. So, did you like the second movie? I haven't seen either. Oh, at all? Yeah, that and uh, John Wick are the two that mm. I'm just like, I need to just get on. Kingsman right. is a lot of fun. Oh, I, I kind of see I feel this. Like you like this stuff so great, though. It's like I, if you're yeah. gonna call a Kingsman, I'm like, I'm in. Like you guys, you're hitting me. You're speaking to me right where it counts the most. He's trying mm-hmm. to push John, uh, Dornbush. Or? I think it's a funny it's a tweet. Funny tweet. It's, it's I a was funny gonna bring it up, so I appreciate this, Barrett. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jonathan Dornbush tweeted out the Kingsman is getting into Fast and Furious naming territory for the Kingsman series, and I'm here for it. 
And then I think lists. it's fun. Yeah, Kingsman, <laughs> Kingsman, the Secret Service, the Kingsman, the King and His Man, King of Man, all the Kingsmen. I can see a sequel <laughs> also being called The King's Men. I love it, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. man. Kings and their men. There's so many options. All right, our next story. No kings. Two king, two men. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> king's woman. Ooh. Eventually, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Or the queen's <laughs> women. Oh, Joey. Queen's man. <laughs> There's so many options. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so our next story, Queer Eye returns for season four in July, Ooh, right. specifically July 19th. Very and exciting. season f- five has already been ordered. So we're getting more Queer Eye. I'm very excited. So, well, from what I've heard, this fourth season is going to be another one set in Kansas City. And then the next one after that, I think, is in Philly. Yes, yes, that is correct. Which will be fun. They also shot something in Japan, like, six months ago, maybe a little bit more. Interesting. And so I'm interested to see what that is and why they haven't said anything about it. Um, I think it's, like, I don't think it's a full season. I think it's, like, maybe, like, a two-episode special or something like that. So that's cool. I'm excited for yeah. all of this. I've never watched it, but really, so many people it's hear it. Like so I think good. Tim and no, no I'm Andy sorry, Nick, it. Nick and Greg, Andy. Yeah. Maybe it's Andy. Andy but really the, likes they it. They really like it. Yeah, Greg, I know talks a lot. I gave about it a it. shot. Not for you. Not for really? me. Really interesting. Bomber jackets on point. Love those. Karamo mm-hmm. man. Yeah, there's something you know, about it. I, just, I don't like the energy. Oh, it has great energy. Hey, yeah, to each their own. Indeed. That's Indeed. it's surprising that you don't like it. It very much is. I watched two episodes. Did you like it? Mm-mm. Huh. That's probably why. No. Mm. Huh? I'm just kidding. All right. Well, moving on to our next story. What was the joke? And this one, man, it's exciting. Kevin Feige wants Keanu Reeves in the MCU, and so does everyone else. Right? Literally everybody it's wants happening. it. Yeah. At this point, it's just who? Who's mm-hmm. he going to be? We were talking when we walked out of Toy Story. Mm-hmm. The, this is the year of Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and then the someone was the revolution. Someone was like, well, Keanu Reeves is also in that game coming out next year. Mm -hmm. So next year could be his year, too. And I'm pushing for the decade of Keanu. The thing is, the year of dreams turned into the decade of dreams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keanu, baby. If we go backwards, we could start at John Wick 1 and make that I feel like that that was like he was, you know. That's the beginning. The proof was in the pudding. There's a really, like, great quotes that came out of this interview during the Spider-Man, like. uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, yeah, thing that they were doing. That's drunk it. The Marvel Studios president was recently asked if Keanu Reeves, if Reeves would ever pop up somewhere in the MCU, and according to Feige, there's nothing he'd be he'd like more. Uh, what's the quote? We talked to Keanu Reeves about. Oh wait, so sorry. We talked to him for almost every film we make, <laughs> which is just awesome. Uh, we talked to Keanu Reeves about it. Uh, I don't know when, if, or ever he'll join the MCU, but we very much want to figure this out the right way to do it. Give me a scene with Keanu Reeves and Jeff Goldblum. That's all I want. Oh. I just want them to go back and forth. Just a scene. I wouldn't be opposed to a whole movie. Yeah, Might I, be too much, but I just want a, a little piece of if that. If we get a Keanu Reeves Silver Surfer, I mean, dude, I'd be so happy with that. And weird. then we could have him with... Uh, what was his name? Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. Yeah. Uh, the 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 names that were floating around for the last couple of days was uh, yeah Silver Surfer. Yeah. Uh, Namor, and then the one that I would really want because I think he'd be fucking perfect for it is Moon Knight. Mm. Like the Moon multiple Knight would be really really good. Yeah. In a more serious way, I feel like yeah. um, Namor. I think 
that that guy's gonna have way too much screen time. Yeah, you know. So yeah. like, I don't see him actually taking that role. Yeah. And Silver Surfer wouldn't be my favorite because like they'd need him for so little. Like, how often does Silver Surfer talk? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so true. I I feel like these and also when then, we first started hearing about Keanu with the Eternals, uh, and I, I think that the the most likely scenario is he is something in the Eternals that I'm un, unaware of. Mm-hmm. This would not happen. I don't even think this is necessarily the right call for him. But it's yeah, fair. It's hear, fair. Hear me out. I'm listening. Hear me out. I'm hearing you. It's pretty safe to assume that the next overarching street level villain, earth level villain, is going to be Norman Osborn. Dude, no. Tim. I don't think that Tim. would be. I don't think that. No. I don't think he's old <laughs> no. enough. I don't think he's old enough. But dude, I don't I think, think that's the right role for him. Look, look at Spider Man. Look at the casting years choices old. that they've made. He doesn't look it. The man yeah. looks 32 at most. Yeah, Spider-Man's true. doing shit different yeah. within the MCU. Here's the thing. I kind of want... Uh, who do they have for... Uh, Willem Dafoe again. But this no. time done right. Fair, you know? fair, but... Keanu mm. Reeves. God. Because mm. uh. I, I just feel like Norman has to be older looking. Not necessarily to, true. Like, he's if, a, if he's got a son that's the age of Spider-Man, I guess you're, the, Spider-Man's not that old now. Uh, yeah, like Aunt May, yeah. Aunt May is... Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. I mean, Joey, can you, you deny you waited it? Too long. I know. It's too much of a pause. I'm not saying she's not hot, but <sighs> I can't wait. I, yeah, I really want this. Fucking I'm so bad. excited where the MCU is gonna go. Speaking Gosh. of the MCU, it looks like Marvel is returning to Comic Con. Woo, Ooh, baby! It's exciting stuff. Uh, while Marvel Studios yet to officially announce that they will be holding a panel at Comic Con 2019. Uh, revealing their plans for the post, uh, I see post Avengers Endgame era. A new report suggests they have that they are doing just that. Deadline broke the news that Marvel is making its return to Hall H at San Diego Comic Con this year. So they haven't said that they're doing it. They haven't someone, said what they're doing, but it seems but like they're doing yeah, something. They're, they were they will have a spot at Hall H. It looks like. If anyone out there has any hookups. To get me into this panel, let me know, and I'll take you up on it. <laughs> I'm so real shit. What do you want to be there? Here's the thing: I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. What I want is I want a big Phase Four events where they like focus, and it's just about MCU, and they're going through like all the thing stuff. that you guys watched on yes. Internet Explorer. I want that more than anything. I don't think they're going to do that at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I thought D23 is more likely, but even that felt like. Wrong, wrong, because mm-hmm. I feel like that there's too much other stuff they need to talk about uh, at D23. So I feel like what this means is we're gonna kind of not get that one event. It's gonna be like a couple announcements. It's gonna be old school. It's gonna be like MCU used to be. <sighs> I don't want that. Where it's like here's a couple. Like I can imagine we get Black Widow, we get Eternals at SDCC. Maybe we get a couple more things at um, D23. I just feel like the excitement for things is like Endgame is almost the highest grossing movie of all time. And I, I really think that, like, the level of excitement, like, doing it at Hall H, what, what I want is for it to start as a celebration of the 10 years of Marvel and then end with that 20-minute, well, not even, even a 10-minute presentation of what the future looks like would be awesome. And then D23 focuses on the shows. Detailing, oh, the shows. The shows, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, See, that's a, problem, a big problem dream. I have, though, with this, personally, mm-hmm. is that the Hall H stuff's not streamed. So, yeah. I don't want them to present this at Hall H selfishly because I want to react to it. I want to be able to to see it and sure. you know relive it over and over and hopefully not from like a hidden cell phone. Right. You know. Is D twenty three streamed? Yeah. 
not everything, but like yeah. I imagine the like, major they're in control are. and yeah, they usually like that's where would we it, get those type of things are where we get like the Star Wars trailer and, and stuff, and they do stream those panels. Would it be crazy for them to stream this? Yeah. I just don't see him doing it. I, I'd want to experience it as well. Yeah. It was really interesting. Is news. the streaming thing a Comic-Con issue or is it like a I'm not really individual? Because sure. they record panels all the time. Like yeah, they do, stream, they do stream some panels. They just... In, in my history of covering Comic-Con for IGN, they never streamed any of the Hall H stuff that was of consequence at least. Because mm. they do stream... I feel like they streamed Greg Miller's panel last year for Marvel Games and that was Hall H. Mm. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. What a rock star. <laughs> now I have to be nice to Greg. Yeah. Man, I can't wait for that. But more Disney news. Ooh. Some cool Disney news, I'd say. Um, Hulu making original content push now that Disney is in charge. With Disney buying everything, we've seen a lot of things cut back. It's exciting to hear that like they're going to be pushing more stuff on, on a service that everyone was kind of thinking maybe like might go away. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hulu CEO Randy Fear told CNBC that now that Disney is overseeing the service, Hulu's invest, investments in original programming will increase significantly. There's not much more information other than that, but like I'm excited to have some news that isn't like, hey, this is getting cut, this is taken out. So for the people that have Hulu... Like, there might be more content, and that's another thing they can throw into D23 now, mm-hmm. or Comic-Con if they choose. Yeah. yeah. If it's up to the quality of, like, The Handmaid's Tale, I'm excited for it, mm-hmm. so I think it's a really good show that they've been putting out, but I'll be interested to see what direction they go and what they do with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's something we have to, like, you know, we'll have updates when they come. Um, and now our last news story. Avengers Endgame returning to theaters next week with deleted scenes and more. Now, that deleted scenes and more is kind of... It sounds like all they're going to have is an extra post-credit scene, but I'm in. Yeah, the the way that they've worded all this is very cagey and weird yeah. because they're talking about it having uh, the Stanley tribute, like some Stanley right. tribute that right, was right. rumored for the original release. Um, there, there, There is a deleted scene in this movie that yep. did not make the film of Tony and... Um, his, daughter. his daughter from the future, yeah. <laughs> which was the girl from 13 Reasons Why. Right. So will they show that? You think it's Perhaps. like a barf thing? I No, I think it's some Soul Stone shit. Like, I think mm. it's like the Gamora Thanos but at the end in the yellow. <laughs> you know? How would how would uh, anyone? I don't. I think it was deleted for a reason. Right, right, right. I also don't I guess... think that that's going to be part of this. This. Yeah. I, I don't think that there's going to be anything of real consequence. I think this is going to be more of like a, a fun celebration, another chance for people to, to watch. The it's, uh, the it's fight, an, it's an excuse to get it to number one. That's the thing. I absolutely agree with you, and I think really this like a re-release this soon is really to try to push it over Avatar. I mean, fuck yeah, dude. Here's the thing though, it's <laughs> it's that, but it's also perfect timing. It's a week before Spider Man. That's home. true. It's like yeah. I don't think that this is crazy at all. I think this is smart. Like, yeah. of course they're doing this. So, uh, Endgame will be back in theaters June 28th. And by back in theaters, I mean still in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's coming back to a lot of different theaters that it was taken out of. And the weird thing is, at least so far, AMC is not one of them. So, we're not going to be able to watch it. Super this upsetting. I, I was just going to gonna say, if they like, re released it in IMAX, I would watch I, it. Again. I want good IMAX seats because we had the corner seats and it still looked amazing. And that's why I yeah. want to watch it again with good seats in IMAX. Currently, uh, Toy Story 4 is in IMAX that mm-hmm. whole weekend, so I don't think mm-hmm. it's happening. Interesting. Well, we'll see how that pans up. They make changes. Yep. 
and we still have a week. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is I am gone that weekend. Mm. I not. am gone. It's my birthday. Ooh. Do you think it's just going to be out that weekend? They haven't said how long. So uh, Endgame mm, will be back in theaters on June 28th. So that is next weekend. Yeah. And that's not even a week before Spider-Man. It's like four days before yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. even like... Almost a weirder choice. I don't. I don't think so. I think, I think that like that dude. is it's to like, reinvigorate. It's, hype, yeah. it's like let's fucking go. Yeah. Choo choo. Get on the train, Barrett. The hype train. Get on it, Barrett. Get oh, on, dude. Get on it. Quickly. Why are you so afraid of it? Oh man, we're leaving you. All Shit. Right. Cool. Bye, Barrett. <laughs> and they uh, on Caprica in the chat said Avatar. Avatar had four re-releases, so it's yeah, not unheard. Did it? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Fucking ridiculous. So. All right, chill out. It's a good movie. No, it's really fucking not. Hey, man. It is. Do you want to hear Feige's quote on it? Mm-hmm. Not an extended cut, but there will be a version going into theaters uh, with a bit of marketing push with a few new things at the end of the movie. If you stay and watch the movie, after the credits, there'll be a deleted scene, a little tribute, and a few surprises, which will be next weekend. Cool. That's crazy also to just drop it like that. Like, hey, yeah, next week we're going to come out. It's all they need to say. It's, yeah. a, le- it's a less is more situation. Yeah. Hey. There's going to be some surprises. And everyone's like, I guess I'm buying the ticket to this movie. Do you, would you buy a ticket if it's not coming to AMC? No. Really? really? If it was IMAX. I'm not paying, I'm not paying well, to watch is, it at a Century 20 theater, no. Okay, chill out. Right? I think really I would probably theater. pay for it. I, I think I will, too. Like, and like that's I would saying, be strategic in, I'm going to go to a matinee on a Saturday morning, so I'm not paying $25 for a freaking Dolby ticket. I may up may end up going alone to this, I'm realizing now, because I'm in Denver visiting Paula's family, and mm. like I really want to watch it. Just, I can't get enough of this movie. We watched One it three time. times in theaters. Yeah, Great. I've only been watched it twice. So I feel like I could definitely, <laughs> if I'm gonna do it a third time, I might as well it's, do this it's very, one. It's like shockingly rewatchable. The, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't know, oh no, before I went in, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to sit to, through this movie multiple times, yeah. being that it's three hours long. But like coming out, I was like, I can't wait to watch that again. And then I watched it with you in IMAX. Great experience. My little brother hadn't seen it. We went to watch it for a third time. I heard this news. I went on Spotify. I looked up Portals, which is the song that plays when they all yeah. assemble. Uh-huh. And God, I got rock hard. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. <laughs> what? Nothing. All right. Now it's time for a little trailer talk. And we don't have a bit for that. We don't have no. a bit for that. It's just trailer, trailer talk. Uh, first trailer I want to talk about is Escape Plan, The Extractors. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa, dude. Batista. I, being the bad guy, Batista. Curtis awesome. Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, a.k.a. Fitty. Yeah. I, I love it. I have never watched any of these Escape Plan movies, but I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's the movie Devin was talking about. Yeah. Let's watch this trailer. And I was like, this is fun and kind of makes me want to watch the other movies. Dude. How many of them are there? Three. This is the third one. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it the fourth one? I believe this is number three. Uh, Barrett, can you go ahead and pull that up? Whatever it is, this movie looks dumb, looks fun, all that stuff. Why is the title treatment so god awful? Like, it looks like someone went on YouTube and typed in logo animation and found a, a, a legal, like, Download that you can just get and just put their name in. And we're like, oh, I guess this is the logo for Escape Plan. Uh, this it. is the third uh, movie in mm. the series. Excellent, thank you. I find it funny that the in the first like kind of paragraph for Wikipedia, they say specifically the film will be released theatrically in Russia on June twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Russia's getting it early. Interesting. It's maybe also it's, coming it like maybe it's filmed day and in date, Russia? I think, to uh, streaming services. Yeah, yeah I was like, true. I don't think that there's a theatrical release for it in these states, is there? 
You know, I I didn't see. I assume that there was, but you're right. It it definitely ends with the Blu-ray splash. So it might be that it's only going to theaters internationally. No, it just says Russia, and then okay, just Russia. Yeah, which is very weird. And then U.S. July second, which I guess will be a oh, so it is coming to theaters July second. Um, no, just the Blu-ray. Oh, interesting. Huh? Because that announcement. But I'm interested in checking out the other movies and watching this. You're gonna do the whole bless. the whole rewatch. Escape plan yeah. and review. Oh my gosh! The Next three really weeks need. on kind of funny screencast. God, it looks interesting enough, and because it, it was looks, exciting to hear Devin talk about it when yeah. he was here, um, so I think I I'm down to give it a shot. He was saying this is the first time he'd ever played a, a villain before, mm-hmm. and like watching the trailers, it's like oh, that's cool. Yeah, he That's looks old. like a badass. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and then you got also yeah. Batista. So Batista. Good. Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. I haven't seen Fifty Cent. Stallone, way too long, admittedly, right? Stallone's in this. Yeah, yeah. he's the main guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the main character. Yeah, you got Jamie King. Yeah, from my beloved TV show Heart of Dixie. It got canceled way too early, featuring Scott Porter. It was great. All right, moving on to our next trailer. We want to talk about one that I'm super excited for: The Boys. Last time we talked about The Boys, we just got a teaser. Yeah, dude. I'm- We've talked about The Boys about ten times on the show, watching a bunch of trailers, and I feel like it's been a roller coaster. I'm up. I'm down. I'm, I'm so upside scared. down sometimes. I'm spinning around. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Depending on what roller coaster, it moves differently. Um, for this one, I saw this trailer and I was like, damn, they're hitting all the right yes. marks here. Yes. I, th- that Spice Girl stuff. When they started making so the Spice Girl jokes, I'm like, yep. where are they going? Oh my God. And, the and then I heard the, that, the music beats coming in. I'm like, oh, they're doing this shit. Yeah. And then they did it. And I was very happy. I loved seeing the the guy, like the Flash character, run through and explode and the woman. Oh my, oh my gosh, he's just holding so the hand. Well, I, I like this trailer because this now sets up what the story is going to be about. And I felt like the other trailers were a little bit too vague on the that. The other ones were just like, here's a world. This yeah. one's like, this is what the show is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this show looks good. Shout mm-hmm. out to you, Amazon. Do we know so how many stoked. episodes it's going to be? No, I do not. First season? I don't even know when it's releasing. That is a, a, an issue I had watching this trailer, where I was like, I don't like the idea that I feel like it's going to be a great story, and then there are going to be a bunch of hints and stuff, and it's going to get canceled at some point. You know what I mean? I mean, Amazon, yeah, exactly. like Amazon I feel like Amazon's been, well, I guess they canceled the tick, which broke my heart. Well, we'll see. If we'll it see. performs well, hopefully Amazon will keep it around. Uh, even if it's like, because the comic is not an ongoing series. It ended. Good. So, There's like, like a defined storyline. Yeah. For it. So that'll have something for them to follow. Whether they do that in one season or multiple seasons, we'll see. Um, but also, if they multiple. build a cool world, it would be interesting to see something branch out of the it. Girls, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I looked up it on IMDb. Says that the boys will have eight episodes. Oh, I don't perfect. Know eight episodes, pretty good. Sounds good to me. Pretty good. That I can handle. Yeah. Even if it's an hour long, I think that, that that's a good eight to six is where I like to be with with uh, these shows. Six to eight. I think six is like the sweet spot because in an eight episode run, there's inevitably like one or two that no one cares about. Mm. I feel like that's more true when it's 12 to 14. And there's like three episodes. I like like one episode. Really? In a movie theater. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Oh, man. And the next trailer. I'm so excited. so in. It's called Ready or Not. Yeah, it Can is. we talk about how last night we were talking about this and Tim's brain broke it's not when Margot I told him Robbie. it's not Margot Robbie? How is that not it's Margot not. Robbie? Like, I don't understand. I mean, it's a different person. I don't like, know it how doesn't to make sense you. that Margot Robbie exists and then there's another one. <laughs> You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Girl that's not Margot Robbie. <laughs> like, that's insane. What is her name? Samara Weaving. I, I thought this looked very great. 
I wish the trailer didn't show as much as it did, but the premise is awesome. It's essentially, it's Clue mixed with hide and seek mixed with murder. Saw? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Not, I don't know about Saw, but like it. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that, though. It's Something? time to play a game, and if you don't play, you die. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you pulled me back in. Yeah, but the premise job, of it Joey. essentially <laughs> is this not Margot Robbie is going to get married to not a son um, that is essentially the one of the heirs to the, the a Milton Bradley type company that mm-hmm. has a bunch of board games, owns a bunch of games. And um, they're like, well, for, in order for you guys to get married, like there's there's one like celebration we need to do, and we need to play a game. And she's like, all right, I guess this makes sense because you guys are all game people. And uh, the game is hide and seek. And she's like, okay, cool. I guess we're doing this. But the game has a twist. If they have until 6 a.m. to hunt and kill her. Which she doesn't know going into it. She finds out. When they accidentally kill like the maid or something. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa. And it seems like it's going to be really gory and like, over the top with some comedy in it. Yeah. And like everything about the trailer hooked me where I was just like, can't yeah. wait for this. I like that it's like has like a gothic kind of yeah. feel with like uh, or look of it. Well, it's got it's this old like really beautiful Victorian house and everyone's kind of dressed, kind of uh, you know, really formally in it. Yeah. It builds a cool world that I'm excited to, to watch. Has Adam Brody in it from the OC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. This was this totally caught me by surprise. Yep, me I too. feel like I had never heard anybody talk about it until um, Drucker tweeted about it. Yeah, and, that, that and that's exactly us. what yeah. happened. Drucker tweeted about it, and What's Nick was bad, like, "Hey, girl? you got to watch." Uh, we're looking at the uh, IMDb, IMDb for not Margot Robbie, Bad Girl. I don't know. Not From Margot 2016. Robbie. Hmm. Looks interesting. The babysitter, I guess, is what everyone was saying. Yeah, that she had. They'd seen her in, which I didn't really remember. I saw the babysitter. Oh, is she the girl? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Did she look less like Margot Robbie? Yeah, I, I didn't get Margot she Robbie. Have been younger then. Yeah. The pictures are pretty crazy though. Yeah. Like this one. I don't know. That's Margot like Robbie. Her. There were also two <laughs> other trailers that I want to mention because a bunch of people were asking for us to watch Midsummer new trailer that came out and Stranger Things. But like, I am so in for both of these things that I don't want to watch any more trailers. We've every trailer that's come out we've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I watched sorry, the guys. second Midsummer trailer this morning. Is it gone? I second. so people were saying yeah. that it was pretty spoilery, but like I that's don't, my fear. But I couldn't. I don't know what it's third at this spoiling. Point, right? Is it? Yeah, I've seen. I think two. it was like a teaser and then an yeah. official trailer, mm-hmm. and this is the second official trailer. I'm just stoked. I don't yeah. need any more for either of the the show or movie. I want Ari Aster just to scare the shit out of me, and mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I thought you were gonna bring up the Lion King TV spot where we got. No, to I don't hear, like TV Can spots. You feel the love tonight. Oh, oh my gosh. god! I had like a moment yesterday where I was like, I just. Yo. Dude, I feel like here. TV spots always give away too much, and I agree. It's I Lion King. Always stay away from it. I know. <laughs> I know it's it. Lion King, but like, I want to experience. The music is so good, man. In every trailer for The Lion King so far, the music has been the standout thing. I'm just like, they can't fuck this up. Yeah. Because don't, this is just so don't damn say can't. good. The record for uh, live action what? movies is fantastic. There's no fantastic. way, man. The music's so good. It's I so know. good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Beyonce, I love I, yeah, Beyonce and, and Childish singing that together was just like, um, even for the 10 seconds, it was like hot. Yeah. It was fucking it was hot. Was it hot? Dude, that is such yeah. a good way to I put it. Nah, dude, it, it was, was hot. Hot, dude. I felt it. I felt you know, the You love guys tonight. can submit these trailers to me too. No. Just saying. <laughs> Alright, well now it's time for some ads. Our first ad is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. 
HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple meals. All the meals, all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping is done for you so you can focus on healthier you and a happier family. Get seasonal simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week. Cooking is enjoyable and easy with HelloFresh. Fresh, pre-measured ingredients and an easy-to-follow six-steps pictured recipe cards. Six steps. That's awesome. That's it? Yeah. Six? Not uh, steps at all. Are delivered at, uh, to your door each week so you can spend less time planning and grocery shopping so you can get the time back to do more of the things you love. All meals come together in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, call for less than two pots and pans. So if you've got a small kitchen, you're all set. Uh, and require minimal cleanup. Very, uh, make deliciousness part of your every week. Three plans f- to choose from. Classy veggie family with the options to switch between for more uh, for when your tastes change, which is perfect. My wife's a vegetarian. The veggie option seems like something we'd go with. But one day that might change. And then you can go to the other options. Absolutely. I use the other options. Yeah. She makes these foods. What's your all favorite? The time. What's your favorite thing you've gotten so far? Pork burger situation. Pulled pork yeah. burgers. Yeah, last week or two weeks ago at this point. Oh Pulled my pork. God. A long process. You gotta cook that meat for a while. Mm-hmm. Making that great. easy is awesome. And under thirty minutes too? Yeah. That's that's really cool. Uh, get out of the your recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. Uh, for $80 off your first month, go to HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 and enter Morning80. Okay. Our next ad <laughs> is Zevit. No one likes zero of anything. Like when you break your phone and you lose contact with the outside world. Zero calls, zero text, zero social media. Honestly, life without a phone means pretty much zero everything. No one wants to live that way. Not me. Zero sucks. Or does it? Having zero of anything is hardly ever a good thing, unless we're talking about Zebit. That's Z-E-B-I-T. I mean, that's the thing, dude. A zero interest rate? That sounds like a good zero. Mm-hmm. Well, you that's know, my favorite zero thing. Zero cost to get this thing going? That sounds like a good zero. That sounds like stuff that Zebit would offer. My favorite thing about Zebit is it doesn't affect your credit score, which wow. is so important. You got to keep your there's credit score nice and high. To the credit score. Oh, nice. You're welcome. Uh, with Zebit, there's no cost to join, no membership fees, no late fees, zero impact on your credit score, as I said, and your Zebit account does not affect uh, your credit. Zebit has everyday items at everyday prices. They have more than 50,000 products in their marketplace with brand names like Xbox, Sony, Apple, GoPro, and Fitbit, from electronics to barbecues furniture, and more. Zebit has everything you'll need when you need it. An important thing to know about Zebit is its great customer experience. Zebit has a five-star rating on Trustpilot, and they've earned the trust of more than a million customers who shop on Zebit. A million. That's a lot of zeros. Mm. <laughs> Sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash morning and get $2,500 credits to the shop's the Sebit Marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash morning for $2,500 of interest-free credit. Zebit.com slash morning. 
come check that out. Oh, now it is time for our big topic. Our big topic today. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm oh, gonna do I'm oh, gonna do the, the okay. outro stuff that we do because our big topic, I wanna go into spoilers. Okay. So we're gonna do the, the old fashioned five spoiler free minutes and then spoiler heavy. So let's talk about what is out now on streaming services. Let's do it. Yeah. On uh Amazon Prime we have a show uh no, a movie called Yardy, which is about like Jamaican gangsters. It looks really interesting. If you don't know anything about it, go check out the trailer. It got my attention, and I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. It's you're making me interested. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, it's like a a, you're making me. Uh. On Netflix, we've got a show that actually came out last week that I missed called Trinkets. That is about uh, three girls that get caught shoplifting. Hmm. They don't seem to know each other. Maybe they go to the same school. They get sent to like a... Um, I don't know what is it the juvenile detention. No, center. no, it's like a AA for. Mm. It's like a what? AA Alcoholics Anonymous, but oh, for like, like shoplifters, shoplifters Anonymous. Yeah, Anonymous. okay, shoplifters, and they kind of meet there and start a relationship, and it's it's interesting. It looks like the kind of drama that you love. Hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Devine's best uh, time of our lives came out. Comedy special. Comedy special. Mm-hmm. Excited to to watch that. Concerned because celebrity comedians doing yeah, stand-up specials usually I, uh, not that great. I looked at the trailer. Ellen Bucks with the trend though. Hers was fantastic. Yeah, but I feel like she started as a comedian. I don't know. Didn't Adam? Too? Adam? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. what I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it, it all gets. I guess he's weird more improv than stand-up yeah, though, he right? Did, he started from YouTube stuff, but mm. don't we all? <laughs> what else do we have? Oh, Dark Season Two. Dark is a great. I think it's a German show that is dubbed. But it's all about crazy time traveling in the city where all this weird stuff's happening. Yeah, it's a really interesting show, and I'm very excited to watch season two. Uh, at movie theaters near you, we have Anna, Child's Play, and Toy Story Four. Anna, Anna, it's that's the like. It looks like it's based off the the Tekken character, yeah. where she's, she's like, like an a, a a super mm. assassin though. It looks like the one with Jennifer Lawrence, yes, but a little Red bit Sparrow. different. It's like a mix between that and Atomic Blonde, I feel like. Uh, that's mm. a great, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. And it, it, it's piqued my interest. All right, last week I asked everyone at the bronze tier level what book series you wanted to see adopted into a movie. What do you, you got? You came in with some Animals. responses. Oh. <laughs> Was that ever a TV show? Oh, yes. yeah, with Sean Astin. Iceman, mm. Iceman, Iceman. Ashmore? Yes. Mitch Crasson says, uh, A Way of Kings, Stormlight Archives, would be a great uh, set of movies. Eventually, Brandon Sanderson wrote them. Oh, I see. I put the pause in the wrong place. <laughs> this is awesome uh, and is awesome at pumping out books, unlike Railroad Martin. There it is. Uh, Robert Mims says, I'd love to watch. Wait, look, I'd love to see Old Man's War by John Scalzi. Made into a film, also a Netflix anthology of Edgar Allan Poe short stories, made in the into individual episodes in love, death, and robots style would be, be amazing, really dope. and that would be really good. Yeah, I would love to see call. that. That's a good call. You're a smart cookie. Wise Mark says an Aragon movie would be great. After uh, be great seeing as they've never made one. They have. They have made an Aragon that movie. That was the joke. Oh, we don't talk about that movie. Is that a joke? I didn't know. I didn't know. That's the joke we don't talk. They did, Wait, they did never they made one. No, no, no. Aragorn, Lord of the Rings, Aragorn. No, no, no. The dragons. I'm unfamiliar. It's a bunch of dragons. Mm. People ride the dragons. They disappointed in him. 
and then he also says a uh, movie set in the infamous universe with conduits everywhere. That would be awesome too. Not a book series, but I'll give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and then one more, he says, Deus Ex movie where Johnny Ace plays Adam Jensen. I would hate that. So that's a terrible opinion. Um, never write in again. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't mean that. Uh, let's see. Jeremy C- uh, Z says, I would love to see an adaptation of Neil Ga- uh, Gaiman. I can't say it. Neil Gaiman comics. The Sandman is my favorite comic series and one of my favorite pieces of content across any medium. They did make a Sandman movie, right? That's not that Constantine? Barrett? You're asking a person. Uh, I don't know. I always thought it was. And if it isn't, that's a shocker to me. But yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Next week's bronze tier topic. Are you going to watch Endgame again? Please let me know. I'm very curious to see how many people are going to go watch Endgame again next weekend. Um, and I just want to point out, uh, someone in the chat brings up a good point for out now. Father Rabbi says Neon uh, Genesis Evangelion is on Netflix, which is a very yes. big deal. Um, because it's impossible to find that really anywhere, and it's uh, known as a very, very great anime. Mm-hmm. Cool right. shit. Now time for a big topic. As always, we're going to go spoiler-free for the first five minutes or so, and then we'll jump into spoilers. Toy Story 4. We all watched surprise. it. We Maybe Nick, it. Nick also watched it. Surprise but to not everyone! With us. He just decided to go without he had us. Stuff to do, and then after he was doing a jujitsu, and then afterwards mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, I've got a list. This is easy." And then went to watch it. I'm very proud of him. Me too. So let's I not know. give him any shit. I'm very proud of him. It was this good. is a big deal. What a movie, man! Yeah. I, you know, I feel like Toy Story is the the one franchise that I I always question. I'm like, do we need a two? Question. Do we need a three? Mm-hmm. Do we need a four? And I feel like every time that question just gets more and more real. Where I'm like, okay, we really High don't stakes. need four. Yeah. yeah. I had a great time with it. I had such a great time with it that I'm like, give me Toy Story seven. I bet they're gonna make it good. Like this, I think accomplished something that is impossible, which is it gave another end to mm-hmm. the franchise in a way that I thought was really, really, satisfying. really satisfying. Um, I think it's the most derivative Toy Story movie we've gotten so far. Um, but that's fine. I thought it was also the funniest Toy Story movie we've, we've gotten. It still has really? all the heart. I, I feel like I didn't. I laughed minimally in this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I I also thought it was the funniest. I. I think it's easily the funniest. I also think that it tried the hardest to be funny uh, yeah. in, in like, ways that the other ones didn't. But not in a bad way. Yeah. Like it yeah. knew what it was doing and I thought it was really funny for it. Like most of the jokes they made landed well. And sometimes I was like, oh, I really hope that we don't get a third iteration of this joke right now. And then we were, we given it and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is good. Uh, um, the new characters were super fun. Yeah. Obviously, I really Keanu love Reeves. the new characters. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, for me, I think this is a very unique Toy Story. Where it, this is the first one that I think is really more focused on one character throughout, deeper. Or maybe no, see, because the first one seemed to be it was about the relationship of Buzz and and uh, Woody, and like this one really honed in on that on um, a single character. I'm trying to be as vague as possible, and not spoil anything for anyone. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was amazing. I, this is going to be controversial. I think this is my favorite Toy Story. That is incredibly controversial. I, and I understand <laughs> that, especially with this crowd. Yeah. Because you guys came out and you guys all thought it was good, but like. I thought I, it was amazing. Yeah. Having said that, I think it's my least favorite Toy Story, but <gasps> I, I just think that they're all so good mm-hmm. that it's, it's just that close. They're all, I think we talked about this yesterday. They're all like 8.5 to 10 minimum. I would even say 9.5 to mm-hmm. 10. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I agree with with uh, Tim there. I think all the Toy Story movies are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I want to give a shout out to the visuals. I think that this movie, <sighs> oh the animations gosh. looked great. The quality of it all looked mm-hmm. so good. We saw it in IMAX, and just like the the choices they made, they were flexing. Man, Pixar flexing hard here. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, every single background needs to have as much detail as possible. The spider webs, the reflections, the lighting on the rain, and all this stuff. Is like, I feel like. Every single shot had so much going on, and when you compare it, we just watched the other Toy Stories. Seeing that progression is just mm-hmm. utterly insane for where CG It's incredible. Uh, one thing I want to know about the visuals, I think that they came to be like, hey, let's show off the visuals, especially with the first scene. Not going in too much detail, it's a scene where there's like a lot of rain and a lot of close-up shots, and we see a lot of detail in everything. And I, I thought that, like, that scene was very purposely set up to be like look how pretty everything looks totally rain and water you know never looks um, like they've gotten a lot better water effects are always something that people use to show off visuals think about exactly. super mario yeah. sunshine mm-hmm. fur is the other thing and i think this movie does fur great so in a way that the the dog in toy story uh two not so great so i watched a video this morning on the insider youtube channel and it's talking about the evolution of pixar animation over the last 24 years I highly recommend everyone go see it. It's 10 minutes, so it's mm-hmm. definitely watchable. They talk about the fur and how um, Monsters, Inc. was like a big reason that they were Sully. able to do yeah. what they do now um, and how they changed so much of the way that they animate ver- individual hair versus like groupings and stuff like that. Super interesting and how it all leads into t- Toy Story 4. It's a great uh, video. Nick Nick. Sure. Can I get your spoiler-free review of... Uh Toy Story 4? Sure. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I, it'll be really interesting to see what everyone's opinions on it are when we do in review uh, as far as whether or not it's better than 3 or 2 or 1. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I'm always shocked. I mean, I don't know why I'm at this point, but I'm always shocked at how much of an emotional connection I have with the characters toward the end. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the, the movie itself treads on a lot of territory that we've already been down, but they do it in such a way that it kind of still feels new. And um, I think this one of all of them is a skosh light on plot. There's really not an overarching thing that happens, but the things that do happen are still fun. And I think, I think what it lacks in plot, it really does make up for in character development and character arcs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's cool. And I think that they, you know, obviously this is not a spoiler that you see here in the trailers, but the the fact that they bring back Bo Peep and like the broader world. This one's really the first time we've seen the bigger world of what's going on mm-hmm. outside of the rooms, uh, with the exception of like you know just going straight to a point, right. like a sunny daycare or you know the apartment buildings or the or the Owl's Toy Barn and things like that. So um, it, it's it's really cool, and I think there's a lot of fun in it. Um, I'm just I'm wrestling with whether or not I think it's. It's where 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 it's gonna fall on my list. So I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna take my time. Take your time, yeah. Don't put it on there. That. That's for next week on Tuesday when we when you guys do the Toy I, Story in review. I will say my one spoiler free critique of the film is that it almost looks too good. They're getting to a point where <sighs> yeah. it's almost real life, and it's it's a couple of the shots. I was like, this is uncanny valley territory for me. I, I, but because I there's think... something about seeing a doll, an almost realistic doll talk to you that goes from being endearing and fun to terrifying and they play with that a little bit yeah. too in the movie right there's uh, there's lots of great uh, uh, moments with, where, where they kind of recognize that's a little wing to the audience um, but I also want to give a quick shout out to Tony Hale who plays Forky yes. who has some a couple lines in that movie literally made me almost like choke on my soda it was there's it was so funny and that's really like it's almost like watching a bunch of people improv together in a room, mm-hmm. except 
they're animated. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's yeah, mo- yeah. like it's, it's so, and you can tell uh, like it, that it's really one of the strengths of Pixar is that like, man, they just, they, they nail the, the character interactions with each other. They nail the, the, the moments, the timing, all of that stuff. And whether or not the, the actors are actually in the room while they're doing it together or not, I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but it just comes off seamlessly. Absolutely. So now going down the line, starting with you, Nick, would you recommend people go watch this oh, movie? Oh, of course. And I saw it in IMAX and I recommend you go see it in the biggest screen, the sharpest screen possible because the animation is stunning. Mm. Yeah. If not too good, I yeah, Joey. Yeah, you should. If you like Toy Story, you should absolutely go see this. Yeah, Tim Tim. If you have a heartbeat, you go. You should go see this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Toy Story, such a special uh, IP franchise, like absolutely. group of characters, and I think that they treat them with so much care. I really love that each of the movies, especially watching them week after week, the last couple of weeks. They, they're not just good because they're well written or the characters are interesting or the music's classic and all that stuff. It's like it's all of it together. And I feel like there's always an inciting thing where you can tell that creative people got in a room and were like, we need to make something special, not just make a movie. It needs to have all the heart from the characters, but also heart from the story. And there needs to be a reason that this movie exists. And I think that the idea of like the, the of loyalty and uh, we've seen throughout all the movies, but this one, it really is questioning existence. What is your point of existence? What does it mean to yeah. be? Yeah. And it's like, that's some real deep shit real that I feel like stuff. you can, you can mess up, but like, that's easy to say. It's like, Oh, it's a bad existence. They didn't need to say that. You watch it and you're like, mm-hmm. wow. And they kind of hit on various characters all doing the same thing. And I'm like, they all end up in different places, but I believe all of those storylines. And it's like, that's what I think this movie did best. Yeah. Um, very much recommend seeing it. Stay f- through the credits. There is mid credit stuff and a post credit scene that I think that is totally worth staying for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I loved it. And like, I, I think it's, it's a big deal for me to be like, oh, this is my favorite one. But like, honestly, like, I didn't like the way the, well, it's not that I'm saying I hated it. I just like the conclusion of three always kind of like bugged me because it's like it's just a cycle this is just going to happen again then but like this movie is so satisfying and I can't believe that we got to a fourth where I, the whole time I'm like do we need a fourth movie they answer that question with a hard yes I mean I think right yeah. off the bat like the first scene. the first scene yes which unfortunately Joey I think you missed right no I was there for oh, okay. no I missed it the, I think the first scene was uh, such a, a, a it tells you what the stakes are for it because it tells you the stakes but I also think that watching all the other movies they all open the exact same way mm-hmm. this one doesn't yeah. and I feel like that was very much the mean like this is different yep. it's like we we're gonna respect what we where we came from and that's why I think feel my biggest critique is I think that at some point a lot of the pl- plot points get derivative mm-hmm. and that it goes against their their mission statement at the beginning of the movie of like yo this is fucking different yeah um but loved it though mm. I, my interpretation of it i was thinking about it this morning because yeah i like i'm like it's a great movie like and i'm somewhere around uh you tim where like i i don't know i don't know if it's my least favorite like it's definitely not three for me uh but i was thinking about this morning i think it's a really solid epilogue to what the main story was about um, and like gives us closure in ways that we didn't expect to have closure um, because uh, to me, at the end of the day, the, the main Toy Story story is about uh, the journey with Andy. And I feel like this was like a, just a solid like, hey, this is what happens in life post that. And that's all we need. And like you were talking about like uh, yesterday after the movie, you're like, yo, 15 minutes in, I was like, we, I, I'll watch Toy Story 7. Like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm there with you. But like after this, I am definitely like, I, 
I am happy where we leave this off. I definitely don't need any more. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I was the same way coming out of Toy Story 3. And, like, well, now that we have more, I'm like, great. This is awesome. All right. Now to jump into spoilers. Quickly. Spoilers. Spoilers. Put it up. Spoiler bros. Spoilers. I'm, I'm, uh, hold on. I'm, doing, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm putting oh, it in the, uh, I'm putting in this uh, Twitch chi- title. I'm putting it in the time code. Oh, and now uh, I guess that's a spoiler. smart call. You're very smart. I'm a dumb dumb. Proud of you. And now the spoilers rose up. Excellent. So for me, this this movie is the conclusion of Woody's life. Like, I mean, he doesn't die, mm-hmm. but like. We get an end to him being someone's toy, and like th- that's what I loved so much of it. Because with three ending, like he's Bonnie's toy, but like this movie quickly starts with him being like, "Well, he's not Bonnie's favorite toy anymore," and he like, "Where is his place? And what is his purpose?" And that's what this movie's about. This journey, this movie series is just so brilliant. So like, brilliant. <laughs> they just come up with the best, most mm-hmm. creative stories, and mm-hmm. then just. Everything else fits in that. Because, yeah, the idea of, oh, Woody's not Bonnie's favorite. I love that. Like, that's such a great call. Mm -hmm. Every little moment they have that they build up in the beginning of this movie. Because it's weird. We don't spend much time with the cast of Toy Story. And that's why I feel like this movie is so different. Where normally it's one character has been removed or, you know, people are going on a journey and we're following that. But, like, this is like Woody is removed and we go with just Woody. And I thought that that was something really special. We get clips of people in the background and mm-hmm. what they're doing but like this was Woody and Bo Peep's journey of like she's become a totally different toy <laughs> I was gonna say person but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. toy is what it is um, and he's kind of at a place where he has to now figure out where his life is gonna go this is so interesting and like they did such a good job I loved this movie so much yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it hit like it. Yeah. I, there was multiple times. No moment made me ugly cry, mm-hmm. um, and there was three moments in Toy Story three that did. <laughs> um, but there was many moments where I teared up. The beginning of the movie, you get the like you got a friend in me playing, and it's a montage of the first three movies, mm-hmm. and it ends. You see the scene again of him giving the toys to to Bonnie, of Andy giving the toys to Bonnie, and um, then when you get the shot and you get the camera pulling out to show where we're at. And Woody has Bonnie's name on on the bottom of his boot. I'm like, oh, here we go again. I'm feeling like I'm tearing up right now. It's like that shit. It, this means so much mm-hmm. to us, and they did such a great job with that. And I feel like they kept that throughout the movie. The, the movie ending with Woody taking his sheriff oh thing off God. and giving it to oh, Jesse. And it's like so the to infinity and beyond. It's just like yeah. we all saw it coming. It doesn't um, matter. The yeah. whole like she's gonna be okay, and it being about Bonnie. It, it not, was like a flip uh, and not. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like yeah. that was so clear, but it's. Brilliant. It's sometimes the simple answer is the right answer. I think that that's what this movie is. This movie also did a phenomenal job developing characters that, like, otherwise were so minor. Uh, Bo Peep has been such a, like, just little tiny moments. Yeah. But, like, this was like, hey, this is who she is. This is the journey she went through. She's a full-blown character. Yeah. And and they did such a good job. I never thought I'd care about Bo Peep. But, like, by the end of it, like, as they're parting ways, it's like, Woody, you're making a mistake. This isn't yeah. like your life there is done. And like then we get that resolution and it's so good and satisfying. And he yeah. says bye to Buzz. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but also God. Buzz is developed too much. Buzz is developed in a really great way too, yeah. where he learns to listen to his inner voice, which all was hilarious. Uh. But like he is now he I think he can be a leader now. Mm-hmm. Like it he wasn't kind of gets it. Yeah. It wasn't that the inner voice was just going through its normal loop. It did seem like it was 
in the moment what he was thinking inside. And I just thought that that development from him was so good. Them showing um, Woody kind of systematically being taken down throughout this mm-hmm. movie, I thought yeah. was so... I didn't expect to see that. I expected this movie to end with Woody leaving. I did not expect mm-hmm. him to have his voice box taken out. Mm-hmm. And like as these things started happening, I'm just like, oh man, like Woody's not coming back in the next Toy Story. Like if there is one, like and you don't think like, that the next Toy Story could be Woody to, I, and Bo I don't Peep's think journey? we're gonna get another Toy Story. I, I really don't. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But, you think um, you'll get? Do you think we'll get a spinoff in the Toy Story universe called something else? I don't think so. I Lost imagine toys? if anything, we we get a, a short like they sometimes. Yeah, we'll get do shorts it. and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Uh, like like random Christmas specials and things. But yeah. like, I don't think we're gonna get a Toy Story five. Um, I could be wrong with Woody. And, you mean with anybody? I don't think we're oh. gonna get in the movie. But I mean, let's give him ten years and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, last thing about character development, I thought one of the most important things they did was the villain in this movie, mm, where yeah. for so long she's like a bad person. There's not really a villain in the movie. Well, no, yeah. I mean it is the the what's her Janine Gabby, something Gabby Gabby. Gabby that's Gabby. it. Um, you know, she's made out to be like I'm imperfect and all I need is this, uh, which was Woody's voice box and. Then she eventually he willingly gives it to her and gets she gets turned down and like what a strong when he goes up to her and she's in the box yeah she's laying there she's just laying there just a, a toy I mean that's the thing is that, like I feel like this movie is about existence and mm-hmm. what it means to be something yeah. and with Woody being like what am I if I'm not her favorite toy yeah. with uh, Spor- Sporky it's like what am I period, <laughs> period. yeah I you wasn't know? meant for this and, and with her it's like like I, I want to be like this this kid's partner um, and with, with Sporky in particular I thought that the, the trash stuff like it was a joke that went on too long yeah. but it's like at some point I don't look at it as a joke though it's like this it, is kind of a a reminder and a refresh of Toy Story 1's plot with Buzz where it's like he doesn't think he's a toy. Yeah. yeah. But it's like this is a very different like twist on that where it's like he he not only doesn't think he's a toy, he is trash. Yeah. And it's him kind of trying to wrestle with becoming a toy because the moment that he realizes he's Bonnie's that convert, toy. That walk with them so on the good. highway is it's, so it's good. It's so, so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the quote like I'm, I'm Bonnie's trash and he like gets it, it like clicks but yeah, like so the funny. analogy is still not quite there um right. w- the thing with the the buzz in her voice i think they they j- set that joke up really weirdly because it felt like that conversation with woody and buzz when they first introduced that idea felt like a conversation woody and buzz would have had like in the first couple of years of buzz realizing that he's a toy it felt out of character for buzz for buzz now. i agree with that I, I don't know i think that buzz has always been kind of like a dumb action hero they you know? Have, yeah, you know. Said it best. <laughs> <laughs> buzz lightyear reminds her of james burke where he almost kind of gets it <laughs> um i don't know like I, got, I gotta bounce off for a call all right uh, you have fun you well um i want to talk about the weird creepy dolls though uh Holy the crap. dummies the yeah. were worst. terrifying, but also so funny. They, they were ha- they were great. They were pl- the amount that they were used, used and placed was yeah. really great. Of like, and I think that's where I kind of understand Nick's point about the uncanny valley stuff. Of mm-hmm. like seeing them in the way that it just it looked so real and there was something off made it even more unsettling. Yeah. And then especially at least for me, having the memories of. Slap you from all of the go- uh, Goosebumps, Goosebumps books. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, this you are building into like that, like memory that's already ingrained in that first our shot, generation of 
people. That first shot where they show like half of his face, they knew what the fuck they were doing with uh, Chucky from Goosebumps. Is that where he's pushing around the little cart? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was so creepy and well done. And her character also being like super inviting and really nice and then asking weird questions of like, oh, what? when were you made? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I, it. I thought it was a brilliant move to have those be her henchmen because mm-hmm. they very they're menacing and creepy. Like yeah. you know, not to, and uh, fit the know. time period and all of that mm-hmm. kind of, in the setting. That yeah, the in. antique shop. Uh, we uh, haven't talked at all about Duke Kaboom. I know, and God, Keanu Reeves can do no wrong. He's really? and I, I hope as much he as we saw of him in the trailers and the little teasers and stuff like that, I was like, oh, we've probably seen everything, and like even rehashing those parts, I'm like. This is still really good. And like the development that he goes through kind of minor, but like still great. Um, I, yeah, I just love, him. I, I love Duke Kaboom. He was just constantly, just anytime he was on screen, he really had my attention yeah. fully. And yeah, they, they, I don't think they needed to, but they gave him a back, like a background story that mm-hmm. like was awesome when he's like, and then it no paid off. Oh, I was just going to say when, oh. when he's like, no one could make that joke. Oh, it was yeah. a, it was a commercial. It was a commercial. That's such <laughs> a like that reminds me of being a little kid and like getting my parents to buy me something and then being like disappointed that it wasn't what it was in the commercial. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like they didn't need a, the, to set up his backstory, but then it totally pays off in the end. Yep. Uh, where he uh, says, I forget the kid's name, but at the the very end where he's like for Jacques or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for Jacques. Uh, and totally nails the jump, and it's fucking like ah. Oh, he so doesn't funny. totally nail the jump, yeah. and like that's where the humor is so good. Where it's yeah. like he could have just nailed the jump, and that would have been it. But like they added that little extra where I was just like laughing my this. ass off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the Keen Peel characters. Fuck yes, so super funny, so good. It's but like their characters were funny, but the recurring bit about the like. Uh, explosion. Them, them attacking people yeah. is what it was. Yeah, <laughs> like their whatever their plan of execution was. Du- and then Duke Boom so being funny. like, "You can do you have laser eyes? <laughs> do you actually have laser eyes?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's so good." Yeah. Um, I I thought that those characters were gonna be too much, mm-hmm. but again, I think that Pixar I think they really used very underst- minimal. Like, I would have been okay with a little bit more of them. I, I would have too, but I'm glad that we didn't like. I'd rather err on the side of yeah. I want more than uh, yeah. this was too much. I can't say enough good things about Toy Story Four. Like, I comedy is such an important thing for me when a movie can make me feel emotions and throw in comedy to like keep everything fun. It it just I put it so high, and that's why Toy Story four for me is my my like favorite of the Toy Story movies. Yeah, I would say for me, I think it goes three, two, one, four, wow. and it's not because I didn't uh-huh. like. I think that the other ones just hit on a different emotional level than this one did for me. Yeah, like I remember being in the theater for Toy Story three and being like the ugly cry sobbing, yeah. and I didn't really cry or tear up at all in this one. Oh. Interesting. I, um, yeah, I definitely cried. You had some ugly sobbing. I oh, heard it. Yeah, 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 you and Alyssa yeah. were very sniffly. Also, yeah. got scared once. I heard you oh. like make a noise at one point. It was the oh, yeah. stupid Benson yeah. dolls. Yeah, Dude, they're not stupid. Fuckers. They're awesome, and I love them. No, but they're like stupid in the fact oh, yeah, that yeah. I hate that they the scared me in the middle. Jump scare. Oh, their yeah, animation awful. is so good too, because their legs are never oriented the right way when they're walking, and All it their makes them always weird. It makes them look so creepy. Anyways. um... I think that's all we have. Yeah, that, that's all we have. There's going to be a deeper dive on Tuesday at around 11 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, if you want to watch. Also, please stay for the very end, end credit scene because that it's was fantastic. It's a good payoff yeah. to like a running yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed the show today. Uh, if you want to follow us on the social media, you can go to at Joey Noel. You can follow Tim at at Tim's Gettys. Uh, and you can follow me at Kind of Funny Kevin. Um, yeah, go to the movies this weekend. Watch Toy Story 4 because it's, it's great. awesome. Yeah.